Welcome to the UIAAA Connection Podcast. Hometown Ticketing is proud to be the exclusive sponsor of the UIAAA Connection Podcast and to provide schools nationwide with the best options for digital ticketing for their events. Visit their website at hometownticketing.com to learn how they can make digital ticketing possible and simple at your school. Thank you to Hometown Ticketing for their exclusive sponsorship of the UIAAA Connection Podcast. Welcome back to another edition of the UIAAA Connection. I'm your host, Mark Hutch Hunter. Today we have as our special guest, Trevor Eosefa, the Director of Athletics at Telos Academy. Welcome to the broadcast, Trevor. Hey, thank you so much for having me on. Let's have you begin by sharing with our audience here in Utah and across the nation where you grew up, where you went to school, education, that type of thing. Awesome. Yeah. So um, Trevor Yosefa, uh, born and raised in Elva Beach, Hawaii, uh, on the island of Oahu. Um, okay, let me let me interrupt you just so I'm quick. So that beach is close to what's what town or city then? So we are close to Ko'olina. I guess would be we're on the west side of the island. Okay. Um, yeah. So we're kind of on the little peninsula of Oahu when you look at the island. Uh we Perfect. can see from across the ocean, you can see Pearl Harbor and you know, so all right, excellent. Sorry to interrupt. Continue. No, no, not at all. Um so yeah, I grew up in Hawaii, um, went to high school out there, um, and then came out here to Utah uh, in 2012 to go to to Snow College uh, to play football. Um, and then I ended up finishing up my four-year degree at Utah Valley University. Um, and some of my background, I'm married for about nine years. I have two beautiful children. I have a three-year-old boy and uh, my daughter. She's going to be one this Friday. And so young family still growing. Um, yeah. What else? What else? I guess what else? What other? So when you were in Hawaii... Well... What school did you play? So I actually, I went to Punahou School, which is in Honolulu, Hawaii. Um, some notable, I guess, alumni of our school is Barack Obama. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I graduated in 2009, uh, played football, uh, played basketball and a bunch of other sports. So, Who was the athletic director there when you were at school? So our school, we had three athletic directors actually at the time. Um, the one that was mainly over the sports that I played was uh, his name was Kaleane, and he was also our head football coach. So okay, yeah. All right, just wondering because I I know a few athletic directors from Hawaii. Just wondered if I met him. Oh, okay. so don't yeah. think so. So talk to us. Yeah. I'm interested in what the uh, what youth sports programs there are in Hawaii that you would have participated in. Okay, so yeah, so growing up in Hawaii, I mean, you know, you you have the the usual soccer, right, basketball, right, that start at a young age. Uh, for me, I I started playing, actually tackle football um, in kindergarten. Uh, we went to go sign up for sports, and my dad was like, you know what, you you make the wait for tackle football. Let's just sign you up, and we'll have to sign a waiver for you to play, and we'll just tell your mom when we get home. So, <laughs> and so. Yeah, so I started playing tackle football uh, in kindergarten, um, and then I played baseball, uh, basketball, and then um, in sixth grade I I picked up a paddling canoe. In Hawaii, they have a six man canoe, you know where we where we race, and so 
I, play, I also played volleyball growing up. Uh, my dad was a collegiate volleyball player and then ended up representing um, Samoa, uh, our, our ethnic background uh, in the South Pacific games as a, as a volleyball player. And so, um, yeah, and then played football. Football was my main love and sport in high school. Um, and then I wrestled throughout my high school career. I wrestled, um, I played basketball. I threw shot put in discus. So I was, I was pretty busy in, in high school. And um, and then, yeah, coming to college, I ended up uh, coming to Snow College to play football and go to school. So Let me ask you a follow-up about, I knew that they had the canoe racing over there because, I, like I said earlier, I know quite a few ADs from Hawaii, but I'm interested in your outlook. I don't know if that's the right word. Because obviously I've never been in a competitive canoe race. So tell our audience about that because that's fascinating to me. I mean, you know, it's it's probably the – it lasts about two to three minutes. Uh, it's about a half-mile uh, paddle paddle race, and it's just a full dead sprint. Um, and it gets – obviously it gets pretty competitive. And, you know, it, it – uh, how, how else to put this? It is such a it's such an adrenaline rush being in the water and being able to work as a team. You know, there's you have your um, your main guy in the back who's kind of directing the boat, and then you have everybody that we're all on the same pace and we're all trying to keep the same speed. Um, and so, yeah, definitely a fun sport. Definitely a to and, and fun in a way of you know you get to be in the water every day. Um, you know, you get to see the beautiful ocean and 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 have fun with your friends. You know? My assumption then is that you race in like an enclosed bay or a harbor. Certainly not. Uh, yeah, on, no, or do you race or do you race on the beach where you've got waves and stuff? So, so it's a little bit of both. We have a couple of competitions where we would race um, in little marinas where the water was a lot more calm, um, and then you know you have um, we have races that go from island to island um that are held every year and those ones are hours you know where you're in the water and you're you're paddling and, and working as a team so it kind of you know kind of depend on, on on what competition we were in you know whether we were just on the dead sprint uh competition or we were doing more of a long distance like you know three mile race which is so which of the two islands would be the closest for this race uh, so we actually did one from um, Oahu to Maui. It took us. It took us a few hours. Oh, I would think, yeah. yeah it took took you a few hours to do, and yeah, start early in the morning and get done about mid afternoon. So that's fascinating. <laughs> let's have you. Let's have you share with our audience some of the mentors and uh, teachers, coaches, parents that you had that uh, made a big influence on you in your life. Yeah, definitely. Um, I mean, of course, my parents, uh, my my mother and my father, I mean, they played a huge role in in successes of of myself and of my siblings. Um, you know, they they put us in uh, in situations that that gave us great success by sending us to a private school, you know, and um, and allowing us to receive a a great education. Um, and then my teachers at school, uh, one one teacher in in particular. Uh, her name was Miss Kunishige. Uh, she was our math teacher over um, over our sophomore and junior year classes, and 
you know, for her, she she really um, really took me under her wing um, and and really helped me kind of navigate through school. And so, and then obviously, my head football coach was a big uh, was a big advocate for for me uh, going through school. Uh, Kaleane, who was also our athletic director, um, and then most recently in my in my adult life, um, I would definitely have to say a few mentors that I really lean on and and kind of, um, you know, look towards is is uh, Dave Boyack, which is the athletic director at Maple Mountain, who you've also also had on the podcast, um, and then the athletic director that I currently work with, uh, Carl Jensen. Um, he's been they, you know, they've all been great mentors to me and have kind of helped me navigate through this profession as well as just, you know, great people that I could always pick up the phone and call and, and ask for feedback and kind of life advice. So. Thanks for sharing that. Let's yeah. let's have a little personal question here for a moment. Yeah. Trevor, what's, what's the biggest failure or disappointment in your life and what did you learn from it? Okay. So this actually has to do with athletics. Um, you know, um, in my high school, my high school career, you know, I, I played on some pretty successful sports teams. Um, you know, being on our baseball team, you know, we won the uh, state championship nine years in a row. And so all four years I was in high school, we won the state championship. And football, we won the state championship my senior year. Um, and so, you know, having, having great success in high school, um, I, I always felt like, my success would overshadow um, the struggles that I had in school academically. Um, and so, you know, when when schools came knocking at our door and um, ready to offer scholarships, um, you know, I I was ready to receive them, but my my success in the classroom, you know, did not reflect the success I had on the field. And so for me, I had to take the the JUCO route, you know, of, of of going the junior college route because my grades weren't up to par, you know, and and so in terms of my failures, um, I guess not understanding the importance, you know, that that school has, you know, in in reaching the ultimate goal, whether it's playing Division One, Division Two, you know, NAIA sports, you know, for any of our our high school athletes looking you know, looking to go and play at the next level. Um, I think for me, yeah, that's one of the biggest things is I learned it was understanding that if I don't take care of the classroom, you know, because, you know, because my my my, my school struggled, you know, I struggled in school, it, it, it forced me to have to take a different route, you know, to achieving my dreams, so. Thanks for sharing that. Let's Let's talk for a minute about your background before you became the AD at Telos. You've been in education for probably a couple of years. Yeah. So how, what's the route? Where did you come from and how did you get to Telos? It's actually, it's a unique uh, path that I took. Um, after finishing off my time at Snow College, um, my wife and I, we had moved up to Mapleton uh, where we were living with family. And I had, I had met Dave a few years um uh, throughout that, throughout my time at Snow, because uh, I was going to school with his daughter. And so when we moved up to Mapleton, um, you know, I was looking for work and I, uh, I came upon Maple Mountain and knew that, you know, Dave Boyack was the AD there. And so 
I started coaching football um, at, at Maple Mountain. And uh, just nearby, there was a what we call a residential treatment center for what people don't know. It's called a, it's an inpatient treatment program for youth. And so I started working there um, just in Mapleton. Worked there for about three years as a uh, as a mentor, which my responsibilities were, you know, overseeing the uh, the kids, making sure mm-hmm. that they were, you know, that they were doing their um, their therapy work and and making sure that they were getting to their um, assigned classes on time. Um, and then I moved up to Telos about four years ago, still working. Um, in the residential department. Um, and then I had an opportunity about a year, a little over a year ago to move departments into the into the um, academy site. And so that's where I actually took on the athletic director position was about a year ago. Um, and I've been in this position. So it, it's, a, it's a bit of a unique um, path. You know, usually you, you typically see athletic directors are at athletic administrators do educational uh, work for a few years, you know, before they move into an administrative role. And so for me, it was a little bit different. I kind of was working in a different department in kind of our, our, um, our business and then moved over to athletics. So. Well, it is your first year, so I won't ask you what changes you've seen, but I will ask you since it is your first year, is it all you expected? Is it way more than you expected? Give us your impressions being a yeah. brand <laughs> Definitely. I mean, athletics, you know, when I first, when I first took the job, you know, I thought, oh yes, I get to go to, I get to go to sports games. You know, I get to kind of, you know, help these kids in a different, in a different way than I've done in the past, you know, I'd be able to uh, kind of help them find joy in sports and, and use sports to, uh, to take their life to the next level. Um, but I think for me, what I've, what I learned in this first year was, yeah, there, there's a lot of moving pieces that comes to being an athletic director. Um, <laughs> a lot of moving pieces, you know, where it comes to scheduling, you know, scheduling games with other, you know, other teams, or it's, you know, finding transportation, you know, finding the funds to, you know, to get those transportations follow through. Um and just all the hiccups that come along with it, like coaching certifications, you know, making sure that, you know, the R, the arbiter is, you know, is all up to date and making sure that our sports are all, you know, fl- uh, firing on all cylinders, you know, and then being able to have to pivot uh, when we do have hiccups, I think is one of, is one of the biggest things that I'm coming to learn about this job. So in connection with that, let's talk about your very first UI AAA conference, which would have been, well, by the time this airs, it would have been a few weeks ago or a couple of months ago. But as we have taped this today, it was just within the last 10 days. So I'm interested as a brand new AD and a brand new member of the UI AAA, your impressions of the conference and what you took from it. First off, I want to say that I was, I was so happy that I got to attend that conference. I mean, I've I learned so much from, especially the legal, the legal, the legal issues classes, you know, going in there the first night, um, meeting with, uh, with Craig uh, Perry and, 
uh, Ryan uh, Grunick and Trevor Wilson, you know, the, being the first one in there, it was like, okay, I'm excited to be here. And they said, you know what? Just be patient after this legal issues classes, you know, you might want to, you might want to be looking for the next exit, you know? And so, you know, for me, I just, I really enjoyed being able to, you know, have the, that two-part class with them. Um, and then most of all, just being able to see all the other athletic directors um, that attended um, and being able to network with them and, and be able to bounce ideas off of, you know, athletic directors who are at a 6A school, you know, and, and I'm at a 1A school and, and know that we have, you know, some of the same issues that we're, you know, that we're dealing with, you know, and that we're not alone. And so, um, I mean, I really enjoyed being at the conference and learned a lot from, from everybody that shared their thoughts and, you know, and was able to take their, take time out of their day to, to share their experiences. So. Excellent. Well, that's obviously what we try to accomplish. So at least we would know we were successful with one. I suspect more than that, but that's, those are, those are kind words for the association. So you talked about your region. I, I'm interested in what it's like for you to be in a region where your schools are pretty well spread out. So when you answer this question, talk to the people, what other schools are in your region and like you say, you're in a one a region that's spread out, not like it, not like that uh, that region three and six a where you've got everybody in South Jordan and West Jordan, and they're right there close together within ten miles of each other. So talk about that and some of the issues that arrive there. Yeah, I mean, definitely. I mean, being in a smaller school, you know, having smaller demographics to work with, um, you know, some of the schools that are in our that are in our region are um, Tintic, Windover. Um, we have um, School of the Deaf and Blind. We also have uh, West Ridge. We have um, West Desert. You know, smaller schools, we have Dugway. And so definitely when it comes to being in a smaller region, there's a lot more uh, organizational things that need to happen especially when it comes to us traveling so far when we, you know, when we have to go up to Windover for us, it's about a two and a half hour drive from our school. And so, you know, putting all of our pieces together where it's getting our, um, our coaches all on the same page, our players all on the same page, um, you know, and then making sure that our transportation, you know, is all set up correctly. Um, well, I'm thinking the West Desert's got to be probably at least two and a half hours. Yeah, the West Desert's a journey, you know. And actually, for basketball season, we uh, we we were blessed enough to go all the way down to Monticello uh, for our first round of the playoffs. And, and uh, so that's that's that was that's a little bit of a drive. Yeah, that was about four hours. It was about a four hour uh, one way trip for us. And so, you know, th that was a great experience for our kids. You know, we got to you know, pile up in a van and make that four hour trip down there, you know, play some good basketball and then four hours back. But uh, yeah, I mean, overall, you know, being in a smaller region, it, it has its pros and cons, you know, of, of, of organizational pieces, but sure. for the most part, I mean, it's, you know, it comes with the territory of being a smaller school, you know, you, you need to travel to these, you know, the, to these small towns. So I would think the uh, the trip to Tinnix probably 
an hour is the closest yeah. one, maybe. Yeah, Tinnick is probably the closest school to us, and that's about a yeah, about an hour drive. Yep. So and so yeah, so the people up in Salt Lake County have no no beef because they, they, they travel to, 10 15 minutes there they have nothing to complain about so <laughs> there you no. go yeah let's talk now and we've already established your brand new ad so yeah what's what's one common myth about being an ad that you'd like to debunk to the general public i mean like i said before the going to sports games and thinking that you know being an athletic director that's all you do is just attend sports games and kind of hang out but really what it comes down to, I mean, being an athletic administrator, you know, there's there's a lot of responsibility that comes with um, being a head over a, a probably the largest department in a in a school, you know, because you have various moving parts from, you know, from from different kids from different grades. Um, and so. Definitely knowing like I, I would I would I would have to say that being an administrator, you have to be on top and have systems in place to make sure that everything runs smoothly and know that you have systems and backup plans in case one of your systems fails. So and and how tough has that been for you as a first year AD? Because a lot of this you would have had to learn. I'm mean, I know you've had some people help you. You mentioned Carl. But there's nothing like getting your feet wet and and finding that out on your own. So that's got to be a little bit difficult. Definitely. I mean, you know, it's it's like, you know, they give you the keys to the kingdom and tell you, okay, you know, go and figure it out. And so yeah, definitely it was a it's still a still a huge learning curve. But I mean, taking the time to lean on, you know, mentors like um Carl and, and Dave. You know, and other athletic directors in our region, you know, being able to lean on them and and kind of bounce off my ideas has made the transition to an athletic administrator a lot easier for me. Very good. What's the favorite part of your job, Trevor? Uh, watching kids that come in to our program, you know, um, whether it be freshmen, they stay through a program, you know, and watching them find success and joy through athletics um, and then you know just also within my coaching like outside of the I coach I coach football you know and so you know watching kids come in as freshmen you know learning how to lift weights or you know learning the plays and the scheme of of, of our team seeing them be able to leave as seniors with high success be able to have confidence, you know, in, in themselves. And so for me, yeah, I, th I think that's probably my favorite part of the job is watching kids find success through athletics and just be able to, to have them have joy, you know, knowing that they are part of something, you know, and that they, you know, are, are able to say that I was part of this team or I was part of that team, you know, and, and be able to feel like they belong. So, Great insight. Let's finish with a couple of questions. The first one being, this is a little bit tougher question for you because I want your two suggestions for a brand new AD. Realizing that you're an AD that's yeah. brand new and you've had that year behind you. So if you were giving two suggestions 
to another brand new AD in order to be successful, what would your two suggestions be? First suggestion would be to don't be afraid to ask questions. And if you don't know, find somebody in your region or in, you know, at the at the district or at the state office, you know, anybody, other athletic, other athletic directors in the neighboring schools, ask them how they would handle a situation, you know, because at the end of the day, we are all learning. Um, and so I don't know all the answers, you know, Hutch, you've been, you've been in the, in the business for a long time, you know, you are, obviously you've seen a lot more than I have. And so being able to ask you know, hey, how would you handle this situation? Or, hey, how would you deal with um, this type of hiccup? You know, is it's probably one of the things is don't be afraid to ask as a, as a, as a new AD. Um, and then two, just enjoy the process. I mean, you, you wake up every day with new, new things to attack, you know, and not every game will go the same as it did the last time. And so being able to roll with the punches and know that, hey, the kids that we work with, the youth that we work with, you know, they're also changing. And so we need to we need to make sure that we are up to par and and understand that, hey, maybe today, you know, so-and-so is firing on all cylinders and maybe tomorrow he needs a little bit of a pick-me-up, you know, and as an athletic director, we need to help our coaches and our and our other, you know, administrators understand that we need to always be ready and 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 willing to help. Great suggestions. Thanks so much for sharing. We'll finish with this question, Trevor. Okay. What questions should I have asked you that I failed to ask you? Oh, um, I don't know. I, I mean, I felt like all the questions that you've asked were definitely thought provoking and. Um, I mean, really helped me to go back to what I, you know, what I need to work on as, as an athletic director. Um, no, I, I don't, I don't really think there was any other questions. All right. With that, that wraps it up for this edition of the UIAAA Connection. Again, our guest today has been Trevor Eosefa. I said that correctly, right? Yes. Trevor yeah. Eosefa is the athletic director, the brand new athletic director at Telos Academy. Trevor, thanks so much for being on the podcast today. Yeah, thank you so much. I appreciate it. For our listeners, we hope you tune in again next week for another edition of the UIAAA Connection.